The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Middle call! Heavy, hey! Emergency! Emergency show. It is Thursday night. It is our second podcast of the day. This is an emergency podcast. 8.51 p.m. Pacific time. We're both in our nighttime hoodies. And uh, when Middlecoff texted me and said McCaffrey just got traded to the Niners, I said, let me go check Real Schefter. And I checked Real Schefter, 9.8 million followers. And he said he confirmed what Middlecoff had texted me. Uh, so here we are, John. The Niners just got Christian McCaffrey. What's up, Ben? Internet? Pretty wild, bro. I mean, it's just three minutes left in the shitty Thursday night game that somehow was high scoring to get Christian McCaffrey. There was a lot of buzz over the last 48 hours, which I just refused to believe. And I thought that they were just playing the Rams, I which know. I think it's pretty clear they were, but they were also prepared. Like they were cool with getting into a bidding war, you know, when people like uh, at auctions keep raising, but they were very okay with being the last bid up. Like it wasn't just about like, we're outbidding you, which we're prepared. Like we're cool. If it's probably a $500,000 item, We'll bid up to $5 million. We're cool with fucking paying $5 million. We under no certain one, we want the asset, but it almost feels like equally we don't want you to the asset. Cause when Kawakami dove in, did you see that today? Kawakami said that, you know, this is real. I was oh. like, okay, I, I think people with the 49ers, I don't know if he wrote it, tweeted it. I, I saw it come up on an alert. I fuck. I can't keep up with all these alerts, and I don't even spend that much time on Twitter anymore. But I get so many goddamn alerts. Uh, the athletic just peppers me, and I guess Tim's their guy, so I get it. When I saw him do and, that, and he was like, right. It turns out, yeah, I was like, okay, they are legitimately interested because he also dropped yesterday that Kyle texted him about Jim Harbaugh. So you know, he kind of flips the feelers, like, okay, so you know, he's, he's talking to Ed Honcho. Uh, not that I don't know that Tim doesn't have, you know, knows everyone in the building, but it's like, okay, they are really into this. This is more than just an outbid. Like they want this guy. And I, I, I guess I'm just stunned. I mean, I'm cool with it for business. It's fun. Everyone's going to care. We go live and have a shitload of people interested from a football standpoint. I mean, I, I'm not trying to be Debbie Downer here, but it seems a little crazy. Well, let, let's talk about the fact that the other day we talked about this when it first, you know, I guess maybe Tuesday we talked about this. And both of us, to be honest, kind of poo-pooed it. Not the rumor necessarily when Jeremy Fowler wrote about it, but more so just the sense it would make and what it would cost. And um, as shocked as I was when I saw that the trade happened, John, I got to say I was even a little more shocked when I saw the compensation. A second round pick, a third round pick, a fourth round pick, and a fifth round pick. The second, third, and fourth are in 2023, so the upcoming draft. The fifth is in 2024. I thought what was interesting was, for those of you watching, and this is also an emergency podcast, and, and by the way, if you're watching this or listening to it, we did a podcast earlier 
Thursday. All the stuff we said in the first podcast Thursday still holds up. We hope you still go listen and watch that podcast because honestly, it was a pretty good podcast. Um, sponsored by Tito's. Like, sponsored by Tito's, as this one is sponsored by uh, Tito's. Um, but what was interesting was this tweet that I, the one I just read to you and the one that you, you see on the screen was not the first one Schefter tweeted when he tweeted the compensation. He since he, he deleted the first one or edited the first one. What's interesting. The first one, I have it on the screen here. I captured it. The first one says 49ers are sending the Rams second, third, and fourth round picks. Again, 49ers are sending the Rams second, third, and fourth round picks. At first, I was confused. Like, do the Niners have the Rams picks? I don't know. Could be wrong. But I read that, and that tells me the Niners and Rams were both coming down to the wire with the Panthers for a McCaffrey trade. And Schefter, kind of in the holster, had a tweet ready with Niners and Rams and just was going to delete whoever didn't get them. Like, this tweet from Schefter makes me think that he thought that it was – that the Niners and Rams are kind of dueling it out here. Remember the other day, I don't know if you saw it. We talked about this clip on Tuesday. There was a clip of Stafford going around that Stafford said he thought he was going to the Niners. Well, there's another factor here too. The Rams have no running backs. The Rams, Cam Akers, they just told him to stay away. And I saw a quote when McVay was asked about it. Like if you envision him getting traded, he's like, yeah, I could see that. Or like, yeah, it's probably coming down the pipe. Like, they're, they're admitting Akers and they're done. Their running back situation, last year when they traded for Vaughn Miller, one, I mean, he's a Hall of Famer, right? He's a guy, he's Super Bowl MVP, and he's a pass rusher. But part of it, like, he was a free agent. So you were trading a second and a third for a guy, maybe it was second, third, and a fourth, whatever it was. Now, they ate the money, so the Rams only took back a million dollars. But a guy that you did not have under contract. So I guess from a Rams perspective, and obviously the Niners' perspective because they got the player. He is a player under contract for several years. Who We often see, right, trades, the quote-unquote trading deadline in the NFL recently, which has become definitely more in vogue. Vaughn Miller, uh, Emmanuel Sanders, right? Guys that are, are going to be a free agent, but they're quote-unquote the best player on the market. Golden Tate, remember years ago, I did the Eagles trade for him, I think. But, yeah. but their contract is over. So part of it's like, well... You want to give up a third for a guy that's going to walk? And they're like, well, we might get a comp. Well, you might, you might not, depending on how much you spend. But part of it is this is not just rent a player for the rest of the season. So there is some value in that. We'll talk about the injury stuff later. And I maybe I felt because of his injuries, he's 29 going on 30. Uh, he is only 26. And he turned 26 this summer. So he's he's a pretty young player. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Doesn't I, feel over to you? I mean – Yes. Yes. You met him? You know, you've been around him? You've been at one of those Stanford events? Have you been at? Uh, he was at a practice. I uh, I went to a Stanford practice, spring practice this year. Not on the, not in the stadium, just like a real a practice practice. On their turf field thing on the side? Yeah, it's real grass, but yeah. I'll follow real grass, side. yeah. <laughs> and he was there, and he was coaching e e Emmett Smith Jr. quite a bit. Like, really coaching him up. And David Shaw made a comment about how he just thought he, thought he was really really good for Emmett Smith Jr. So, you know, obviously high level guy. I, I think there's some, well, I'll, I don't want to jump ahead because I do want to respond to something you said. I think another factor here. And while in between the news breaking and us going live, I went back and watched the first half of the Panthers Rams game from this last week. It just so happens. I think it was a perfect storm for the Panthers, right? The Niners and Rams are both kind of in, I don't want to say desperate situations, but they, they're, they're not, if they were both four and two, 
or something like that, right? One of them was five and one, one of them was four and two. It'd be a little different. Both teams got to win as many games starting right now as soon as possible. Cards ain't dead yet. Three and four. Cards are not dead. (laughs) Both teams just played the Panthers back-to-back weeks, right? Both teams have, like, bid against each other in trades before. McCaffrey, very personal relationship, right? The Shanahan's and the McCaffrey's are very close. Remember who Kyle's hero was? Uh, Ed McCaffrey. (laughs) His hero. His hero, okay. And... um. Uh, so I just went and watched that game and I didn't, I don't know if you watched any of that game live on Sunday. No, I didn't. I I saw like a couple of the red zone pick highlights, whatever. I saw his pick six. Here's one thing people, if any of you out there watch the Rams, um, Panthers game this week, maybe you noticed this. It was immediately obvious watching it. The Panthers were putting Christian McCaffrey on full display in that Rams game. They were trying to get the Rams to trade for Christian McCaffrey at halftime of that game. And the reason I say that is, because they gave him 12 – I just went look. I looked it up. They, they gave him 12 first-half touches. When I watched that game, here's what happened. Let me let me describe to you the, the Panthers get the ball to start the game. <laughs> the, the Rams win the coin toss, defer. Panthers get the ball. They go Christian McCaffrey carry on first down. They go Christian McCaffrey pass on second down. He gets 16 yards, pick up a first down. They drop back to pass. On the third play of the game, they get sacked. On the fourth play of the game, they give it to Christian McCaffrey. He picks up four yards. On the fifth play of the game, they give it to Christian McCaffrey again. On the sixth play of the game, they give it to uh, Deontay Foreman, whichever yeah. Foreman. Yeah. The next play, they give it back to McCaffrey. They fed. It was McCaffrey, 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 Foreman, McCaffrey. Then I think another McCaffrey. So they gave him a ton of touches. He had seven catches for 89 yards. He had 13 carries at five yards a clip. He had five of the first six touches on the first drive of the game for the Panthers. So the Panthers were trying to trade him to the Rams like post-game, I'm sure. And, um, you know, they might have been doing the same thing the week before with the 49ers. But the, the, I'll, give, I'll give the Panthers credit. Like, they found a hot market. They found two. They found the perfect market. Here's right, my thing. deadline's not until November 1st. Well, usually, and you – you, you are a homeowner and went to a bidding process in a market that was fucking the Bay Area market. I was once a part of it, too. And you get outbid and outbid and outbid. And it just and eventually when you get it, there, there is a relief of winning. You, you feel like you won. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, like a, it's a bizarre feeling. <laughs> uh, but like you need a place to live. Right. When you when you're going to buy a house, you're like, I, I can't I need to. Find a place to live. I think when you look at the Rams, they were like a pretty normal future homeowner when it came to a running back. They have no running backs. And clearly, like McVay with this guy, remember he had a lot of success with Todd Gurley. It makes sense. One, just their ethos. They don't give a fuck them picks. Was that the shirt he was wearing? Yeah, yeah. So fuck them picks. He needs a running back. The 49ers have drafted three running backs in the last two years. Now, granted, one is now on the Eagles, I think, if he's still, yeah, I don't know, he doesn't play. Trey but, Sermon? Uh, yeah, Trey Sermon. But they got two other guys. Now, granted, one is hurt, which a lot of their players are, and another guy is just coming back off injury, but they also have Fred Wilson, or Jeff Wilson, and they also have Tevin Coleman, who's a Kyle Shanahan favorite. I, You could argue that their need, if we're using the home analogy, was nowhere near the need of the Rams. Now, part of like when you get into a bidding war, it's like if they're offering 
a million and you're offering like one 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 and then it goes to one one five. It's like how far? Why were the Niners so willing to just keep doing this at the prices? Now you could also argue who gives a shit about the picks, but part of the reason the Niners without quarterback play that's been very up and down over the last three years have won four playoff games is because of some of these second, third, and fourth round picks, right? That's kind of been their point of differentiation. They found a Hufunga. They get a Fred Warner. They get a Debo Samuel. The Rams have Matt Stafford, who is up and down and honestly looks banged up, and who knows, maybe over the hill. Like, I, I just, I think it's very risky to get into a bidding war and outbid the way more desperate person. I, I just feel like the Rams had to be more desperate. Like, what is the 49ers' true desperation for Christian McCaffrey? If you said, hey, John, they just traded a second, third, and fourth, and next year's one for Laramie Tunzel, and he's going to play right tackle. McGlinchey's out for the year. I'd be like, holy shit. And he's under contract for the next couple of years. I'd be like, bold move, but fucking get, get the right tackle of the future? to go. I just Obviously, he does, plays left tackle, but you know what I'm saying. You know, yeah, or yeah. I guess they don't, you know, they just traded for Grady Jarrett. They did second, third, fourth, and next year's ones. The Falcons are kind of waving the white flag. Again, that's, they're not. You, but you know what I'm saying? Like, damn, they got a sweet D lineman. I think it's, I like Christian McCaffrey. He is, he's been, when healthy, an awesome pro. I think it's kind of nuts. <laughs> I, I also think it's kind of nuts. D- don't you think they I are, also- in the bidding process of these two teams, uh, You'd have to I, put the Rams so, as the more desperate team, right? Yes, but I, I, I think the Niners are not not desperate. Also, their running back situation is not great right now, and it's definitely not explosive, right? You would say this. They but trust didn't we see him get Hawk the week before the Niners played? Yeah, I, I'm not saying that he I, he doesn't look as fast to me as he once did, Christian McCaffrey. But he is definitely a more dynamic player than anybody they have. Jeff Wilson Jr. clearly has some trustworthiness with Kyle Shanahan, and rightfully so. He's broken off some big runs, and he's done a good job for him. But I would not say he's dynamic. Well, ideally, he's a, he's a rotational backup, right? Not well, your I, he's about to become that again. <laughs> well, yeah, he is now. In theory, I mean, like, part of this is McCaffrey's got to be healthy. He's had a lot of injuries, but that's a separate thing. Um like I, to, but to just to address your specific point about the Rams, I, I do think the Rams are more desperate. I don't think the Niners are without a need, though. I do think need might be. I, I do think the Niners are thinner at this position than I would be comfortable with. But this gets back to my my thing about like when people are bidding on homes, they do have they need to find a home. I when when you're bidding on last year with the Rams, like our pass rush isn't going to be good enough. That is a pretty essential thing if you want to make a Super Bowl run. I'm not saying you could find Christian McCaffrey on a practice squad or around, but I do think you could find other players that can fill the need of what Kyle has to do for way cheaper. To me, when desperation meets like you actually do have the money to to blow, quote unquote blow, and in this t- case is draft picks, you can make reckless decisions. Now, is it truly reckless? No, because he's a good player. But I do think when you factor in the variables, right, he's not just a good player. He's an injury-prone player. Ten if game, I told you ten he's game. healthy for 20, 22, 23, 24, you'd go, you know what? Odds are it's probably fine, right? If he, if you told me he's healthy for the next three years, I'd say it's, it's a no-brainer deal. More teams in the NFL would have sniffed around and done this deal. That, you, that, that's a guarantee that no human alive... I'm not even religious. The God can't even tell you because he can't communicate with anybody. Mm-hmm. So it's like if you told right now blood wow. bank guarantee to every team the rest of this season, 23 and 24, you're not going to miss a game. 
shit, someone might have given a first round. Andy Reid's like, hey, uh, uh, call up uh, Fitterer. You know, I yeah. mean, what would, that, that's, Clearly that's the risk here. So in 2021, it was a um, left ankle sprain in week 12 that knocked him out for the season, put him on IR. Earlier that season, he had a he missed five games with a strained hamstring. I remember that. 2020, he missed four games due to a thigh glute strain. That same year, he missed four games with a shoulder injury. That same year, he missed six games with a high ankle sprain. So 2020 was high ankle sprain, six games. Come back, shoulder injury, missed four games. Come back, thigh injury, missed four games? Or maybe not even come back. So he played three games in 2020. And what what the year before? Six? I no, I think it was three and seven last year. Oh, seven last year. Uh well, you a, can't you can't trade for Kareem Hunt. Like that's not to me an option. Oh, somebody right? just said that. But uh, like he's a tradable player. Ultimately, here's the thing. Let's just say the Rams. We're like, listen, third and fourth, that's our final offer. Because eventually you're like, you know, at minimum, we need a two to take into a draft that we can flip back in to get a three and a four just to accumulate some picks. Like, we we can't afford. This is where they did have the advantage in the bidding process. The Rams could not afford to go back-to-back drafts with basically our first pick in the sixth round, right? We can't run a, a sustainable operation. So, even I, I wouldn't say reckless, the the definitely the boldest with the picks had to draw a line in the sand. And that's where the Niners did have the like the Niners have the negotiating power. My point is, uh, and a lot of teams would have if they would have jumped in, but it's like you're negotiating power just because partly you didn't want him to go there. That's I guess that's part of my beef. I but but maybe I mean, it, but it might have been as simple as we. If you're Kyle Shanahan, yeah, I didn't want him to go there because I really wanted him. It may have been less about he swings the division for the Rams if they get him and more just about I think he really helps us. It's a player I've always liked. Player could have had. Um, I, you know what I mean? Like I, He wanted Matthew Stafford because he wanted Matthew Stafford. Right, Sean McVay wanted Matthew Stafford because he wanted Matthew Stafford. Now, and they both needed coincidentally, quarterbacks. Right? Yeah, coincidentally, it also kept him from the other guy. But, like, I do buy that if I said to you, John, Kyle Shanahan was bidding against a team he didn't know who the team was. It could have been the Rams. It could have been the Texans. He didn't know. But he just loves Christian McCaffrey so much he had to do this deal. Would you believe that? No, you wouldn't believe they didn't know who he was bidding against. Would you believe that Kyle Shanahan loves Christian McCaffrey and wanted Christian McCaffrey? I would believe that. Because I'd have a little bit of a hard time believing that that they thought Christian McCaffrey swung the division if he were on the Rams. I, I, if you told me they were bidding with the Bills, let's just use the Bills as an example, because they were a team, I think, I'm sure sniffing around, right? I, I and, and the Rams had nothing to do with this. Like, the Rams were just cool with their running backs. Like, they were not the team in the mix. It was Schefter, instead of writing Rams, had written Bills. I think it's less likely that they go put all their chips in the middle of the table. Now, I am a believer at when that Panthers game on Fox, and they and they had Kyle Shanahan, the reason he wore 87 at the University of Texas was because his hero growing up was Ed McCaffrey. I believe that. That makes 100% sense. Do I believe that he loved Christian McCaffrey? I would imagine a lot of offensive coaches 
Sean Payton, Andy, get people on the horn right now. Christian McCaffrey has been a favorite of theirs since they were having a beer on a bye week watching Stanford his freshman year. You know, like he is because here's the thing. When they make this trade, like when they tr- uh, traded up to get Brandon Ayuk, which I think was a little out of left field. I, I know people that follow the draft pretty closely. It didn't feel like Brandon Ayuk was huge, like in the first round buzz. I, it didn't feel like he was a big buzz guy, that draft process. Once he's once they trade for him, the way John Lynch explained it and the due diligence they did with like the godfather of his children, Herm Edwards, it made sense, the connection, right? Because you did have to do some digging. You're like, Herm, we like this guy, but you know, junior college guy, he ran slow at the combine. Like, you got to help us put some pieces of the puzzles together. There really aren't any pieces of the puzzle. Like, what's Christian McCaffrey? Super high character guy that every guy you're going to ask likes him. To me, you got to do some digging on the injuries. Yeah. But I bet if you're the Panthers, right, you're like, hey, fuck, here's our trainer's number. Give him a buzz. <laughs> right? Like, you're you're an open book, don't you think? Like, oh, you're yeah. call, the trainer's call like, oh, man, he's looking, <laughs> never seen him look so good. Yeah, but I'm just and saying. the Niners guy's like, oh, yeah, cool. They're not, I, I bet they forwarded all their MRI information over the last couple, like that to me, like what you're just basically, are we willing, like how much are we willing to pay? We, we know all the information. The guy fits our culture. Yeah. Kyle's known this guy, the family, which I think sometimes a risky guy. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, John Lynch was very close to Solomon Thomas, right? I did have a source text me today, this afternoon, and they said, I'm at, my daughter's tennis match. She's playing with John Lynch's daughter, and John Lynch is not here. Very rare. Well, I mean, here's the thing. I, I know everyone know on social media. Yeah, he does have a job. <laughs> you know, my, my, my parents didn't get to go to here's all the thing, of my what? events. Is, well, what? How do you have a take on that? What do you mean? Here's the thing. You couldn't. Uh, you gotta. You gotta be at work. Yeah, I mean, he's, oh, okay. he's, some people work. You know? Yeah, you got to consummate trades, John. You can't consummate trades. <laughs> but even if he wasn't consummating a trade, doesn't I mean he is the general manager of the team? It it's six it's Thursday. On a Thursday. Oh, you probably watching the Cardinal game. Um, right. Where uh, she? Where she? She plays Stanford. Uh, no, y- younger, younger age, high school. Gotcha. Uh, might even be younger than that, honestly. Um. Uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, I, look. It, I think on a basic level, if you said running back who has played 10 games the previous two years gets traded for a second, a third, and a fourth, you'd go, that is crazy. But I, I, you know what I just, everything they do for the most, not everything, a lot of the things they do are on a very fine line. Last year, balancing Garoppolo and Trey Lance, the walk on a tightrope. This year, bringing Garoppolo back, having Garoppolo around, walking a tightrope. They walk a lot of tightropes, and a lot of them have backfired, and some of them have worked. But you know, you're an in, you are the most you're not an injury prone team. You are the most injured team in the NFL. Wouldn't you wouldn't you say though the team there? And this is where it makes sense why they would do it. I mean, the team they're chasing, the Super Bowl champs, and really the team that they kind of hold themselves like are 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 chasing their rival walks the tightest tightrope with everything they do. They don't give a shit. Yeah, they, they, they always after you chips the middle table, chips the middle table, chips the middle table, chips the middle table. Is this who Kyle and John are? Or have they changed their behavior based on the Rams? They went all in on they mo- traded multiple picks for Trey Lance, and now they do this deal. Now they've traded picks before. I mean, they they've done some wild things, right? They traded the Forrest Buckner. They moved up. They've done some. They're wild they're willing things. to make big moves for sure. Yeah. yeah, so it's not a response necessarily in that way. 
A uh, couple comments here, John. This is from Mitch, who says, time for the offensive guru, Kyle Shanahan, to design a game plan that results in more than 17 points. Uh, Philo33 gave us 10 bucks to say, Niners going to throw more screens than an all-white basketball team. <laughs> it, they have been running the Princeton offense. That's, uh, Pizza Party says, Rap Sheet just tweeted that Christian McCaffrey might get red zone plays this Sunday. Yeah, you told me that before, right before we started the stream that that uh, Rap Sheet tweeted that. I I think he's wrong. I think McCaffrey's just going to get whatever plays Kyle Shanahan wants to. I don't think. Why do they have to be? Explain to me why they have to be red zone plays. I I don't. I would not just assume they're only red zone plays. I mean, he you, might. You think he's playing for sure? Yeah. I mean, well, if he's act, I mean, yeah. He's got to you expect him to be active. Yeah, I mean, he's gonna, if he passes the playing the Chiefs, <laughs> if you traded for him to roll him out when you're a game under 500, <laughs> no, you got, yeah, he's got to play this now. I mean, you have to find spot. You know, like, it's like you drawing plays in the dirt. I mean, he's like, well, we call this thing Rover. He's like, well, we call this thing uh, White Wall. Well, we call this thing Nike. Well, we call this thing fucking Apple iPhone. They, you know? what, let's not overcomplicate the sport here, John. What do you want me to do on this play? Yeah, fucking do that. All right, cool. Hit the A gap on this one. Did you? I mean, football's football. Huh? I mean, football's football. I'm not saying you can't, but it's, you can't just be like, hey, game winning drive. Is he just getting repping every, like, it'd be pretty. Well, you got time. If you watch the Niners two minute drive, they got, (laughs) they got time to tell them the plays. That's true. (laughs) And can. I mean, here's the real key. If you just put use check out there with them, Juice will tell them what to do. That's true. Um, Were you were out of the league by the time McCaffrey got, you were in, you were doing yeah. media, right? I, I mean, I was you were, working with you. Do you remember? Oh, you have to go back and watch McCaffrey, like, you know, he, comparing his twitchiness now to then. One thing I always remember was, you know, David Shaw being adamant that he was a between the tackles runner, that he wasn't some like perimeter only type player. And it's probably part of the reason, you know, he's been beat up in his career that and, and just a high frequency of touches. Um, but he is a major, he's a big collision player, like watching Eno Benjamin and the Cardinals on Thursday night. Like that's what a Kyle Shanahan guy looks like. A big collision player. Akash says, isn't red zone install on Friday? Well, they made it sound like he's flying tomorrow. I mean, couldn't you send the jet now? Yeah, couldn't you just or charter him a jet? Like, hey, I guess it is midnight, you know. Where are they? Are they are the Panthers home? I guess they probably would be. Yeah, they host the uh they host the Bucks, I think. Uh Chris on the stream says That's a pretty good that's a pretty good trade for the jet. Like the GM that wants to keep his job. Just traded yeah. a running back who makes a lot of money, who who's doesn't have hurt. much value to a shitty team who's been hurt for a second, third, and a fourth. The owners own the team for three years or two years? Well, the whole rule. And a year before. I think this is four. He he had a year of Ron. He had a year of. Remember Ron. he fi- remember he fired Ron like mid season. So he had nineteen. So he my point. What I was thinking was, did he has he even seen one good Christian McCaffrey year? But I guess if he if he was there in nineteen, then he has because McCaffrey was incredible that year. His last full season, John, he only fucking twenty four hundred yards from scrimmage. But what year is this? Nineteen. That's what I'm saying. His yeah. last full year. That was the year the Niners made the Super Bowl. Lots happened since. Uh, you. But my point is the owner has seen at least has seen good I was thinking if the owner had never even seen good Christian then Fitterer would get like I just think when you're around the NFL though a while 
if you have back-to-back bad season, that's a long period of time. Like, I forget about your good shit, <laughs> you know? Like, if you just play bad or injured for a while, that's just what I think of you as a player. Well, career, I mean, think about it. Like, careers have begun and ended, right, around the league since McCaffrey's 2019 season. For sure. Right? Guys that you were excited about got drafted and have since been gone. Like, that's how short an NFL career is. Chris on the stream says, you think the fact that we hit on so many draft picks in the last two years plays a role in how much we gave up? If we hit on 80% the last two years, hypothetical, we give up all those picks, we still 50%. Uh, what Past performance is not indicative of future performance, I would say, when it comes to... Um, I, one thing I wonder is like he can he's a valuable like you can move him around like the Niners have a lot of bodies you know I mean Juwan Jennings plays a specific role on this team in the slot and a lot of the times George Kittle gets you know in like true true passing downs he's not lined up in you know on the line of scrimmage he's in the slot so it's like is McCaffrey just in the backfield all the time? Is Debo no longer have to play in the backfield? Does that scare well, him a little bit? I mean, Debo already was. You you look at the last three games as Jimmy took over, especially the last two games, Debo was not really carrying the ball that much. Maybe no. it makes the Debo carries more effective. Debo and McCaffrey in the backfield? Same time? McCaffrey, you throw the ball? Can you play quarterback? Wouldn't be shocked, right? Because he has two brothers that were quarterbacks. Butcherbox.com slash ham helps you make good decisions. Last night I was thinking about ordering out, and then I reached into the freezer, grabbed some ground beef, and all of a sudden it was homemade taco night. With ButcherBox, you don't have to worry about what's for dinner. ButcherBox is offering all of you your choice of weeknight meal essentials. You get peace of mind with ButcherBox because it's high-quality meat and seafood you can trust. You get the ultimate convenience because it's delivered right to your door with free shipping, as always. And you get the ultimate customization. Your customization might be, I don't know what to do. Send me the good stuff. And they send you the good stuff, curated. Right now, go to butcherbox.com ham and use the code ham. And you'll get either three pounds of chicken thighs, two pounds of ground beef, or one pound of premium steak tips for free in every order for a year. Plus $20 off your first order. Sign up at butcherbox.com slash ham and use the code ham to choose your free offer and get $20 off. I'm going to give you the same advice I gave my buddy who just called me recently because he was getting a vasectomy. He just came from the doctor. They said they told me I got to shave. I said, gotta get to more like it. And I sent him the lawnmower 5.0 from Manscaped. It's going to be the MVP for him and for you this March. Go to manscaped.com and use the code HAM to get 20% off and free shipping. Get the Performance Package 5.0 Ultra, and you'll be the Cinderella story of March. The Lawnmower 5.0 is strong until the last stroke with a battery that lasts the entire tournament, a waterproof design, and interchangeable skin safe blade heads that guarantee smooth ball handling every time to top it off the performance package throws in two free gifts boxers 2.0 and the new toiletry bag so get 20 percent off and free shipping with the code ham and manscape.com that's 20 percent off and free shipping manscape.com code ham when things get hairy make sure to call on manscaped in clutch time get on the prize picks app just like me and use the code ham 50 for a first deposit match of up to 100 football season's over but hoop season is getting hot tournament season or the fight for playoff home court there's no shortage of high stakes basketball moments this time of year so get in on the excitement 
with Prize Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app. And you can get it on baseball, too. I've got some season-long more or less picks on multiple stat projections on home runs. Uh, not off, not feeling great about Shohei less than 38 and a half right now, but I put that one in the app just because I wanted something to root against with the Dodgers. Prize Picks offers injury insurance so that your entries stay live even if one of your players get injured. So hoops, somebody leaves in the first half, no problem. Injury insurance. And on Prize Picks, you can win up to 100x your money with as little as four correct picks. I love it. It's download the app today. Use code HAM50 for the first deposit match of up to $100. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. NerdWallet's trusted financial journalists use fact-based reporting for some much-needed clarity in the finance world. The nerds will help you get smarter about balancing your portfolio and avoiding scams so your money is just as safe as betting against the Cowboys in the playoffs. Planning your tax bill so you don't dread April every year. And saving on travel. Vacations coming. You spend less on airfare, it means you're not choosing between surf or turf. It's surf and turf for dinner and maybe even an extra night stay. So listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. Can I tell you about my friends? Very, very good friends. And mainly because I've been using this app for a long time. Game time. They are the best ticket app I've ever used. You shouldn't have to worry when you buy tickets to your next big event. You want to go to a concert? You want to go watch Steph Curry? and Clay Thompson and Draymond make a little playoff run, well, that's where you use Game Time. You just download the app on your smartphone, and you can search any event, concerts, comedy shows, games, pro and college. Search by price point or search by where you want to sit at the venue. It gives you sightline on the app, and uh, it's really easy. Buying tickets in seconds with like two taps. I cannot recommend it enough. And here's what we're doing for you. When you use the promo code HAM, H-A-M, you save $20 off at checkout. That's promo code HAM at checkout and save $20 to any event. Download the GameTime app now. Tacovas, oh yeah. I was just looking at some pictures of a concert Luke Bryan, my wife and I went to, I don't know, 10 years ago. She had some old cowboy boots on. This is like a couple weeks ago, and I said, you, you need some new boots because we're going to see Luke Combs. So she went to Tecovas.com, and they're just perfect. She loves them. You can do the same. You go to Tecovas.com. These boots are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, handmade down in the boot capital of the world, Leon, Mexico. If you've ever wondered, can I pull off cowboy boots? Then you should pull on a pair of Tecovas, and you'll see they'll become your new favorite footwear cowboys knew what they were doing when they invented western wear and it's all kinds of western staples trucker jackets the perfect jeans to go with your boots performance pearl snaps cowboy hats bandanas you name it they'll get you outfitted if you can't make it to a store tecovas delivers the most premium quality most comfortable western goods right to your door visit tecovas.com that's t-e-c-o-v-a-s.com and point your toes west why do the Niners always do these at the weirdest times? <laughs> one thing, one thing about Kyle and Sean, clearly, they're not patient. You know, like in a weird way, you know, the old, the two old guard coaches that are kicking ass, 
you know, Bill Sneaky, 11, like, I think Bill's headed to do another 10-win season. He's going to have back-to-back, like, 11 and 10 wins with Mac, Bailey, and Mac again. Like, that's going to be pretty impressive. And Andy, they both clearly are love winning. And Andy's way more aggressive and doing crazier moves. But he's, like, pretty patient with it. And maybe it's because he's older, been around. Like, he just, remember the Trent Williams thing? He wanted them, but they weren't, like, they kind of had a number. Like, the Niners... And I think this is Kyle is just a little more like, no, he's, I got to have him. Like, no. Joe Williams, got to have him. CJ Beathard, we got to have him. We, no, this is whatever it takes. Like, he's just like, whatever it takes. I don't give a fuck. You know, and that's, to me, this feels a little bit more desperate, pure coach move oh, yeah. than like organization. Like, if I'm Adam Peters, if I'm John Lynch, There's I want this way. guy on my team, but it's like, you know, are we do you sure? Think Ad, you know, do you think Adam Peters was in favor of this? No, <laughs> crazy Bill Belichick. That's where he learned out of football. Bill Belichick. You think John Lynch was truly like, I mean, John Lynch is a Stanford guy. The factor in the picks, he's been the GM now a while. He knows the value of everything. He, I mean, he probably crazy. loves Christian quite a bit too, though. But there's a difference of like loving a guy. I, I love a lot of players. Doesn't mean I trade for him. I fucking love Julian Edelman. Like in his, in his peak, I would have traded like a first round pick for the guy. You know, th- yeah. there's a balance. This is the hard part about sports, right? Especially being a general manager. You love a shitload of players all over the league. You're like, God, I love that guy in the draft. And then you start talking to a buddy on the staff. You're like, bro, he's everything you thought and more. You're like, oh my God, the things I hear about him. You know, you watch him on tape. You're like, I had a third round grade. People thought I was nuts. He went in the six and now he's a pro bowler. If I ever get my chance to get him, I'm going to get him. Andy Reid loved Alex Smith, tried to get Alex Smith to be Michael Vick's backup. And what happened? Kaepernick came out of nowhere and he traded for him. He didn't give seven ones. He just traded a proper amount to get him. Like I, it's Thursday night, October 20th. Now I get maybe the Panthers were like, we we're going to do this deal right now. Like maybe they were doing some of that. And maybe part of it's the Rams who are just insane. I do feel like the Rams for the first time drew a line in the sand. Maybe. Or maybe they just ran out of ammunition. I mean, maybe they just got outbid. Let me see how many picks the Rams have. Rams. Niners now have uh what did I say? Akash, who I is here. Uh hold on. So could I'm just I'm just looking, could the Rams they well, they didn't have a fourth round pick. So maybe they were like, "Hey, we'll give you a second or third. If they had done, if if the Rams had got them, yeah. the Rams would have had no one, no two, no three, no four, no fifth. And honestly, the difference just simply could have been the fourth round pick. Yeah, I mean, you know, as a lot of people have been saying in the chat, and we talked about the Niners have uh, two compensatories. Everyone is already." everyone uh, talking about D'Amico like he's a credit card payment, like they're already spending the third-round compensatory picks uh, for when D'Amico becomes head coach. But they've got two third-round comps this year. Um, And in theory, you think, well, we'll be good, and then it'll be a late-round pick. But that second-round pick, like the third-rounder was a real pick. The second-rounder was a real, not a comp pick, a real pick. Uh, And uh, a second is I, I'm I am floor, if you we talked about this the other day if you had said like nail it down what is the comp for Christian McCaffrey I'd be like all right he's hurt a lot he's got I mean we can pull we should pull up his cap hits but I think it's like you know 19 million plus uh for a couple of years two three years 
I would have said a f- which is which is a positive. You get you make a big trade, you get a guy under contract, and because you can finagle the money, right? That's what Prague's for. But I would have said, yeah, a third, a third and a fifth. That probably would have been my guess if you had asked me yesterday. I would have agreed. You would have said a third and a fifth. I would have said no two would have been involved. But back to the housing analogy, when you get multiple people bidding, oh. you know, I mean. Shit, we've experienced in the Bay Area. There ain't multiple. There's a fucking line of 27. But all it takes, it's two people. What, why does everyone complain about like the franchise tag, right? Just like, let me get the free agency. It's all these guys get paid because multiple three, four teams start putting bids in. It drives the price up. So here we go. Spot track says next year cap hit. I th- I, if you guys can see this, next year cap hit is 19.5. 2024, 19.5. In 2025, 15.4. The dead cap in 25 is only 3 million. The dead cap in 2024 is 10.8. And the dead cap in 23 next year is 18 million point three. You notice what those sneaky Panthers did here? Uh, Yeah, they traded him before he got Extremely expensive. Yeah, they pushed uh, when they signed his enormous deal of uh, almost forty million dollars guaranteed. They pushed it all down the line. Well, he did get a thirty. He got thirty guaranteed at signing. But you're able to if you do a you know signed a four year deal, but it's technically an extension, right? Because he was a first round pick. Right. So you pick up the fifth year option, so it becomes like a seven year contract. I'm pretty sure if they signed it in 20, that would have been going into his fourth year. So you can get a massive contract, like a six-year deal, which this That's is what correct. this looks like. 20 was his fourth year. So but you so, can take you can take that guaranteed cash and you can shove her on down the fucking river there. But they did his I mean, he actually got $22 million in 20. I know, but look at but but it's but relative to the building the team, his cap it was only seven yeah, seven. Yeah, yeah, no, I see. That's where, to me, you manipulate, not the actual cash, you end up paying them, but you, you can manipulate the cap hits. You know, that's where he becomes a problem. <laughs> like, even if he's really good, $20 million cap hit of a $220 million cap is a large sum of change, right? Yeah. <laughs> you just told me it's good that he's under contract. Well, it might be good that he's under contract, but it might not be. Well, it is, but they're going to. This is. If he's hurt, it's not. This has got guaranteed restructure written all over it. Yeah, no, you're right. He's got to be healthy. But that's. 49ers don't play the bonus, you idiots. Yeah, I'm not talking about actual cash. I I don't give a fuck about how much money he actually gets. I'm only talking about the money. Sorry, sorry you on know the what? I, I broke I broke a rule there. My bad. But but Who I just cares? I'm only talking about the money on the books. No one gives a fuck. No one's counting anyone. As Draymond said, I don't count other people's bags. I don't pocket watch. I don't care how much actual money. I'm just talking about the books, and the books are a little ugly for for his position. Especially when you factor in, well, but but you know you know this we've got to look. What we actually need to be looking at is what his what his cap it is once he's traded. Because I don't the, think the Niners are on the on. The, well, they're they're not, and that's where. But here's the other thing. So maybe we already the is. Niners have this huge curveball of a potential problem. What's the others over the cap. Sometimes they show it. The, the Niners have a problem, which may end up not being a big issue, but 
they got a quarterback issue. Their quote-unquote starting quarterback has a shattered ankle. It's 12-12-12, and 12, a little more palatable. With a trade? That's that's what the Niners have to pay. Do you agree that their quarterback situation is like, well, take advantage of that rookie deal. It's like, well, yeah, that was the plan. <laughs> and then he had the red shirt, and then he shattered his ankle. And, uh, yeah, I'm just – not quite sure. Maybe part of this is the plan. Like we just need to get Trey Lance help, and we just load up on offense. I, you know, I don't know. Like, are, are, well, but I guess what I'm saying is, like, if Jimmy keeps kind of doing what Jimmy's doing, and they make the playoffs, like we've already said, they've got. If you just think they're just letting Jimmy walk and just rolling back Trey with little dude from Iowa State and maybe signing some rando, I, I don't know if I see that one. I'm not saying you're saying that, but I just. It's kind of the elephant in the room. Is their quarterback cap? Uh, the quarterback cap. If Garoppolo's back, you're saying? Well, I'm just saying, like th- that variable is just a moving wheel right now of unknown. That's true. I but I, I do think you could look at it this way: Does he make Trey Lance? Does he help Trey Lance? Does he fit with Trey Lance? Christian, yeah, yeah. But my, my point helped, is, like... He definitely helps Garoppolo. 100%. I, I just... You know, the the 49ers rookie quarterback wage scale might not be as true as a lot of these teams because they could just re-sign Jimmy. Like, oh, I'll just give you the one-year 22. You just... I, I, who knows? There's just a lot of unknown with building their team next year. I mean, we know for a fact Christian's on it, right? I'm just saying, yeah. like, if, if Trey was... A positive, healthy, and everything was going, and they made this trade. You'd be like, "Well, shit, dude, add another one in the offseason. Jimmy's just, in my opinion, like that's a something. Just that's a moving goal. You're post saying he's that, not definitely gone because he was already no. definitely gone once and came back. But here's the other thing: if he's yeah, healthy no, I, and, he, I and he keeps operating like this, and he hits the open market, he's worth a lot more than six and a half million dollars, right? Yeah, I, you know. Um, I think what he'll end up looking like this year is what he has looked like his whole career because that's what he is. And the Niners were already okay parting with that guy once. True, but I'm saying if they wanted to keep that guy, that guy's going right on the open market. Teams that need quarterbacks immediately probably starts like 25, right? Especially after everyone already passed on him this year, right? Yeah. Now, part of it was he was hurt, but there were teams like, no, we could do it with Davis Mills, or no, we'll do it with Kenny Pickett, or no, we'll... Irony is... Garoppolo could have been McCaffrey's quarterback. Oh, we'll do it with Carson Wentz. We'll do it with Baker and Darnold. And everybody seeing that was, you know, you would have been better off with Garoppolo. Now, you know, Garoppolo's on this team, not that team. And he looks this way with this group of players and this coach. But, yeah, he will, if he is good enough for them to want him back, he might be too expensive for them to get. Yeah. And the reason they would want him back, I think, primarily is if Trey Lance's rehabilitation is not going well. And maybe that's Kyle's argument of like, I I can't even fathom thinking about March 2023 right now. Honestly, I bet Kyle would say, I don't give a fuck. I play the Chiefs this week, then I got the Rams, then I got a bye week, and then I got a playoff run. Like we're either going to make it or not, and this guy helps me do that now. I'll worry about the picks later. We got 7 million guys on this team that half of them aren't healthy, which is a whole nother problem. 
But this gets to the whole thing like, well, they got a you know, right tackle who's up in the air. Now they don't have picks to draft a right tackle, right? So they, I mean, you just got to resign an injured Mike McGlinchey. Uh, they have a quarterback situation that's unknown. They got defensive linemen. They got a lot of potential free agents. Like it just, it's, it, it gets back to like last year when, when they ended up not playing Trey, you better make a run. They made a run. It was all worth it. You make a trade like this, you like part of it was like, you do a thing like Von Miller, it better work out. Won the Super Bowl. No one cares about any right. of those picks. No one, the, the Rams, all those picks, every team in the league would have done what they did to get the Super Bowl. Beside like the Belichick Brady Patriots that just won like every other Super Bowl. So look at look at the Chiefs, how well built they are. They've owned, there's a chance they might just have one Super Bowl over like a 10-year period. It's really hard to just win the one. But the Niners, like, even with him, it's with the injuries, it's gonna be hard. I mean, they still got a long way to go just to, like, I don't, the numbers, all of a sudden you lose this week. Like, making the playoffs is still difficult. You need Christian McCaffrey healthy. You need Trent Williams back, stay healthy. You need Bosa back, stay healthy. You need Jimmy Ward, Hufunga, some combination healthy. You Other need Ward. Or various Mooney Ward back at some point healthy. You How need about the this? you have who've been hurt before, like Kittle to stay healthy. Debo. Jimmy gets hurt often. Need him to stay healthy. Debo, Ayuk. Yeah, but, I mean, that's the whole thing, like, yeah, you, you need but you can play that game with any team guy. But here's the reality: you just listen, guys that get hurt and have been hurt, you know. And then they just made this enormous trade for a hurt guy. He might argue, I just got another body for a team that gets guys hurt. He just it might look. Right. It might work, but the I don't think the percentages are in his favor that he just made a trade that, in hindsight looks like a home run maybe it will a lot of things you know every draft pick you make for the most part the percentages are not in your favor that it hits for sure and I, i'm all for not me. done without risk none of it yeah but i appreciate that he's he's not like risk adverse like he's he's has a refusal to take big swings because like you said it's not even just this now they have taken the trey lance thing the buckner thing they they have taken some big big swings and that's, I, you know, part of if you're going to be good as a team, you have to do that. And they've all had varying degrees of success or failures. But because of other variables and because you would say they're, they've been a well-coached team, you know, not individual games withstanding overall and played, you know, good offense, good defense, that they've won four playoff games. You know, part of when you make a move like this, people keep – tweeting like uh someone tweeted uh something at me you know jim harbaugh's coming back and a stat someone's like jim harbaugh could lose 25 straight games and explain that a- just if anyone's missed it there's the 2012 reunion is yeah. this week which you know if we they didn't want a little big of a stretch <laughs> but okay fine <laughs> like your team is good you do this kind of thing when like your team stinks but i think it's fair to say it's unnecessary now it is ne- if you said I do think it's necessary. If like is Jim Harbaugh leading them out, that's an immediate standing ovation. But I don't think they did it with the thought that Jim was going to be there. They just kind of did it like they want it. They really don't do cool things like like the San Francisco Giants do that often. The Warriors are always doing these different nights. Niners like I, I actually don't think football people even demand that. There's only eight games. Just I come for the game, right? You don't need to give me the 2012 team that lost 
that's that we're not talking about the Eli team. We're talking about the following year, the team they lost to the Ravens that Alex got Wally pipped. Uh yeah, that was the twelve. the The Eli team was the eleven team. Right? Okay, okay, yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. Harbaugh's first year was what, eleven. Eleven, yeah, yeah. Okay. Honestly, what it feels like to me is you're just celebrating the Harbaugh era, not necessarily a team. Doesn't Which it? It's ironic because you know it's the last guy you want to celebrate. Do you agree though? It feels like you're celebrating when you were like the 2012 team. Well, the eleven to thirteen were all basically the team. You know? Do you agree? Because it's not like they uh, yeah, won yeah, one yeah, Super Bowl. Yeah, it it yeah, just yeah. feels like you're celebrating the Harbaugh era. Right, right. He's coming, and to me, he leads them out. He gets a standing ovation. But I don't even know where I was going with that. I don't even know. He had a good just... three and a half years, but let's... <laughs> uh, sorry, you were talking about... Um, we're honoring them. That was actually not even part of what you were talking about. Oh, yeah. It was just that he could lose 25 straight games and still have a better record. And, like, you can play these games with Kyle's record. And it, it's true. Like, he's under 500 in the regular season. But the difference of why he doesn't get compared to some of these coaches is because he's got four playoff victories in three years. Four playoff victories. And some badass playoff victories, too. Badass. I, I think Jim had five. Now, Jim had way more regular season success. And he's one of the most famous short-term coaches I've ever seen. <laughs> it's, it's unparalleled the Jim Harbaugh experience. The energy. Kyle doesn't sniff that in terms of just consistent, badass energy. It's like, I don't give a shit about the delay of games. I love Harbaugh. You know, it was universal love. They lined up wrong on the first play of a Super Bowl. No one cared. You know, no one cared. When he got fired, mutually departed, when he got threatened to be traded before his last year, I mean, I would imagine people would have thrown rocks at Jed's car if they saw him driving down the street. Like it's him and him and Kyle are not parallel each other in terms of like the fan love because you can't, you know, three straight years of winning 12, 13 games. It's, it's not that's Kyle's not doing that, but he has had two years and two of three After years. A very long stretch of sucking, really long stretch of sucking. Who's got a better than us? He's just different than Kyle, and he's as in his short term was better. And his, even his worst year was eight and eight. Like Kyle's had some really bad years. Now he inherited a much worse team, but I, I think it's pretty clear. Like when Kyle's guys are healthy now, I'm, I'm pretty confident that he can win. That doesn't mean I can't nitpick plays. Just like with Jim, if you and I were doing this, what we're doing now, like with the 11 and 12 and 13 Jim's teams, because we, we didn't, you and I didn't link up to a radio show till the 14 team, and it was all just ugly. And it was just constant talk about like Jed and Jim fighting. And Kaepernick struggling that year, remember? Our radio show was not in 2013 when they were still good. We didn't start till 2014. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. It was like January of... of and, and that year was strictly about the breakup. Wait a second. Are you sure? Yeah, 12. I, I didn't have a radio oh, show. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yep, yep. I got you. So it's like you're allowed to... Bill Belichick gets nitpick. Like, that's part of being a football coach. But I am pretty confident if, if you just told me Kyle's team's relatively healthy the majority of games moving forward. I'd be like, yeah, they're making the playoffs. That's all I want my coach to be, a playoff coach. And here's what I know about Kyle. He can win playoff games. Like That's a huge knock on a lot of coaches. Like People, I think it's pretty clear, McCarthy's probably not as bad as people think. I mean, he's flawed, and he's as not I, like... As, you can save me. I, yeah, but he's not... As I think. He, he's just going to go to the playoffs again. He's going to go back-to-back years, Dallas Cowboys to the playoffs. 
But I have zero faith that he can win a playoff game. Absolutely zero. I will pick against the Dallas Cowboys in a playoff game. I, I will not feel good about that with the 49ers. Like, I will pick the 49ers to win a playoff game. I mean, I just will. Shit, they could be playing Sirianni in the second round, right? They're the six and Sirianni's the one. Whatever. That's just that's just the reality until Kyle proves me different. Because two guys have beat him. Andy Reid and Sean McVay. And both of them that year won the Super Bowl. Those are the only two coaches that have beat him when he's made the playoffs. The Super Bowl champs. Twice. So, you know, and that was Jim's thing. Like, you know, obviously it's it sucked to lose to Pete Carroll and, and uh, Jim Harbaugh. Or, I mean, John Harbaugh. But both those two teams won the Super Bowl. Yeah. And, and shit, all three years, right? The, the Giants beat them at Candlestick. Didn't they win the Super Bowl? So the three teams that beat them in the three playoff victories all won the Super Bowl. So if, if you're losing to the team that wins the Super Bowl every year, it sucks at the time, but it's like, could be worse. So I was, I was uh, they didn't have that great Saints game at 11. I thought we were celebrating that this week, but we're not. That was 11. I, I, I haven't even looked into it. I just, now that we're thinking about it, what are we doing? <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't get it. I don't get it. And like, when are we doing it? Chiefs game. Chiefs game. You don't want to do it. The Dolphins? Listen, Guido's our guy, but. Might not even been his idea. Uh, it doesn't make sense. Harrowing Wisdom says you guys got a whole A's game in the chat. Wild. <laughs> there is zero chance several get the A's. Sometimes I've been there. The fourteen hundred people were there. I promise you that. Chris says uh, could have taken Christian McCaffrey instead of Solomon Thomas. Does this mean Shanahan trades a haul for Mac Jones in two years? Two years? Kidding, kidding. I would say if, if rumors are getting out that Mac Jones has a big head, that would slow it down. Kyle would turn on him if if, if rumors oh, are yeah, like yeah, yeah. he's a yeah. big prima donna. Right. Big Y big Y guy. Uh Erock says, do they rotate Christian McCaffrey to keep him healthy? Uh that would be uh opposite of Kyle's normal habits. <laughs> Kyle's usually like you look like you go 32 times a game for the next 17 weeks. Let's see if I'm right. Well, and then when you're carried off the field, he just throws the next guy and he rides you until that guy's carried off the field. <laughs> hey, can you be back by the time this third guy's hurt? I just it, closing my eyes, envisioning some of these uh, pitch power zone plays. I don't even know what I don't see any other team really run them <laughs> like the pitch between the tackles. And it does feel, and we've talked about this before, Kyle's like sweet pitch play gets more depth and then he asks for more violence because the guy is farther back and coming down harder. I would pick my spots with old CMC on some of these uh, violent runs where it's like, Christian, I know you're used to like hugging the line. We like you to get a like run toward the opposite end zone, an extra couple steps so you can get more speed when you see your, uh, the light of daylight in the hole you want to hit that way. If there is daylight there, you're at full speed and you can break a 30 yard run. The problem though is, if they fill that hole before you get there, hold on to your ass. <laughs> yeah, I'd be a big fan of like McCaffrey getting the ball in space and Jeff Wilson being the guy that runs between the tackles. Well, how about some of these zone runs? Remember Peyton Manning when he was with the Colts would just run out and hand the guy the ball? Oh, yeah. And then the guy would pick and choose where he wanted to go. Instead of doing, Jimmy turns around, pitches it. He's 10 yards behind you, and it's like run full speed. 
Was it the Bills or the Chiefs? I saw Schwartz tweet a f- video of the pitch play. Did you see the the play they ran? Quarterback, it's going to be hard. I to- didn't I didn't click it on. I saw Schwartz. Basically, it's like, you know, quarterback takes the snap. Again, I am having a hard t- I don't know if it was Mahomes or takes the snap. It was it was the Bills. I steps think. to the right, flips it kind of backwards, but like turns, he never turns to to no part of his body says this ball is going to the left, but he flips it kind of backwards. The running back goes left, but the quarterback is still turning right. So if you're the line, the linebacker, it takes another step and a half, another second to realize, even though the quarterback t- opened up to his right and put his arm out like he was going to pitch it and the run was going to go right, he actually kind of pitched it backwards and the running back took it and went left. It was where was the wild. where was the running back at the start of the play? Just behind, yeah. So did he do a fake step and then he cuts he back? A fake step and then went back the other way, I think. Yeah. That's a pretty cool play. Good play. Um, the Niners' third down play that failed badly. Uh, that would have been play 15 for those of you scoring at home of the uh, eight-minute drive the other day. I mean, that was a Tevin Coleman pitch play that uh, that did not work. But that was a violent run, wasn't it? Well, yeah, that? it was. I, I will say this. Dra- trade value aside, and you can't separate a trade from its trade value. Um, I do think the Niners are a, a better offense today than they were yesterday. Like that's you can't deny that. Well, but 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 honestly, I don't know. Having watched McCaffrey the last couple of weeks, I don't know. You know, I don't have a great feel for how much better they are. Like they're better because they got this guy who's clearly really more dynamic. They they ran him on those um, uh, what do you call them the deep motion with the uh, orbit motion screen. Not a screen, but the orbit motion. You know what I'm talking about? The uh, the Panthers did it to him. The Panthers did it the other day against the Rams. Like swung it to him, and he, you know. But I don't know. I'm I am I'm very interested in just watching. I may have to go back and watch some like 2019 McCaffrey just to get a sense for like when we watch him now. How, how where's his speed? Where's his twitchiness? Is it the same? You know, I would I, say his speed was borderline. His play speed, I mean, I wouldn't say like Jamal Charles or like Chris Johnson, but like on the high end of running backs. Like when he got daylight in college and early on in the pros, it felt like he was gone. And that play, either the week or two weeks before they played the Niners, he got hawked pretty easily. I thought watching the Niner game, you and I talked about it after the fact that he did not look as fast. Harder against the Niners defense. True. I mean, think about some of the defense. You're not playing as many great defenses moving forward. Uh, Ultimate Niner says it's acceleration. Dankalicious J says push the chips in. It's this year or bust. The window closes with Lance as a starter and no high value backup. Well, well I, I, I think they, I think they're all the chips are in now, which is fine. Makes it fun. Better be the Chiefs. So you're twiddling your thumbs on that. Yeah, I mean, look, you'd rather your team dra- not draft in the first round than draft third. That, that much I know. If you hit a hole hard, 40 times doesn't matter. It's pretty wild, man. Uh, Jared says, John, how's your golf game? Got my first eagle today. Come down to slow and play Monarch Dunes. I got your green fees. Tito's. Thanks, Jared. Love Monarch. I haven't been there in 20 years, but good track. Monarch. I mean, at 20, 15. Monarch Dunes. Uh, got comp picks galore coming. They better. 
Eddie says, I hope uh, McCaffrey sparks Kyle's imagination on offense. Yeah, you remember the uh, the thing about um, Kyle's drawn up plays for Trey Lance on the plane back from the Justin Fields Pro Day. You remember that story? Yeah. Hmm. Hey, everybody that's here, if you're watching this, hit that subscribe button. We appreciate live. Actually, tonight was the night. Did we uh, – let me see real quick, Middlecoff. Uh, yep, McCaffrey. Over 17,000 subs. Thanks thanks, uh, thanks to you. And uh, thanks. To I'd, I'd expect uh, the stream to be pretty big and the podcast numbers and everything to be uh, post-Chiefs game. Be a fun one. <laughs> Wish they'd done this before the Falcons game, if I'm being honest. Would add a little juice to that game. But yeah, uh, true. That's okay. Beggars can't be choosers. I'm glad. I'm glad if if you're gonna do it, October 20th is better than like two weeks from now, over the bye week, or something. That's also a fact. Unless you the, did like, the quicker he's here, the better. Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right. Hour out of nowhere. Hour to nowhere. Uh, Jeff gave us five bucks, so I'll read this real quick. I think Kyle wants an offense where he can throw the ball to the running back. Remember the huge contract they gave McKinnon. You agree with that? I think every team wants a running back to be able to catch. I think they gave McKinnon. They didn't have any running backs at the time. And people just like McKinnon, right? I mean. LC Raider says, should I play McCaffrey on my fantasy team or should I bench him? Raider fan pumped up on the Niners. See, fantasy football is a beautiful thing. I wouldn't uh, play him. You would not play him? I don't know. I'm so terrible at fantasy. Who knows? He's going to get two touches, two touchdowns. Yeah, I mean, that's you'd be kicking yourself if that happens. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Um, all right. Be fucked up if you're like Debo. You're like, could you throw me the ball? <laughs> like, hey, guys. Uh, remember, remember when I carried the franchise in the playoffs? I'm all for giving this new dude a touchdown, but fuck, can I get a rep? <laughs> and Kittle's like, hey, guys. I don't have a goddamn touchdown this year. That's 
everyone's like, what about all their other guys? We, we act like this is like the little engine that could. I mean, they got a max receiver. They got a max tight end. They got another guy who's going to want to get paid. He's sweet. Like, you think they're just like, oh, yeah, just give it to Christian. We'll just we'll just run a little routes over here. Decoys. Did you guys, if Kittle, if you could just block for seven straight plays, that'd be great. Yeah. Juice, like, no worries. I never complain. I'll just keep blogging. <laughs> I just need my one wide ass open yeah. catch a game. I'll be fine. 50 million since I've been here. No big deal. <laughs> See you, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. Hell of a night. All right. Um, what's today? Thursday? Okay. Well, we'll see what happens. I mean, um, you know, I guess the next piece of news on McCaffrey will be that he passes his physical. Like, even the Niners tweeted pending his passing his physical. Uh, not that there's any question, but um, that'll be the next piece of news that comes out. And then I guess uh, we'll have to see if there's any um, any indication about when, if McCaffrey will be in uniform on Sunday. But I expect it. You didn't answer that question, did you? Do you expect it? For him to play? Yeah. Well, I think Schefter is trying to add the drama. He tweeted, McCaffrey scheduled to fly to San Francisco on Friday when he will meet his new teammates and begin to learn the new playbook. It will be challenging to have him in uniform Sunday versus the Chiefs, but McCaffrey did go to Stanford, and anything is possible. I think the Niners, like, we get it, guys. He's going to fucking play. You don't need to, like, we don't need to build this thing up. Like... <laughs> he did go to Stanford. I love that tidbit. It, it is. It's pretty crazy to just show up and put this isn't baseball. Yeah. You know? I, yeah. I don't think it would be out Freddy of the realm Sanchez. possibility. Remember Vaughn Miller sat a game. I think when they traded for him, it's not crazy. Can you imagine trying to force him in? He gets hurt. Uh, you know. Yeah. How many, the other thing is like, you've got a banged up team. Do you have like a roster spot to spare for a guy that you might give four touches to? Well, he's someone's getting cut tomorrow. Some rando. I just mean on your active roster. Like we saw what happened last week. Kyle Shanahan uh, didn't. You uh, folded the game so he wouldn't have to put his defense back out, according to some theories, not mine. Some random guy's getting cut tomorrow. Right, right. I'm, I'm, what I'm talking about, John, is is on the 46 man roster. Do you have enough confidence in the health of your team? to use one of those spots on McCaffrey. If you're only going to use McCaffrey very, you know, if you don't, if he, if he can only do a couple of things that day, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think so. Just for to get the crowd going. Here's the other thing. Yeah. That's a good call. Um, You can put him out there without any intention of giving him the ball. 100%. Have him just run some like wheel routes. Just have him in motions, right? Yes. And wheel routes. Motions and wheel routes. And instead of Brandon Ayuk being Ray Ray McLeod's decoy, Christian McCaffrey can be Ayuk's decoy. How about that? I mean, Shanahan, him and Danny Gray on the field? What? Shanahan just has just been dreaming about a team of like Kirk Cousins, Christian McCaffrey, Julian Edelman. <laughs> you know those... Um, so jealous of what Bill Belichick built over the years. You know when you, you're you watching a, a show or a movie and, and there's a character that has like a really bad relationship with their dad? And their dad's not in the in the scene, but they're you know like at a in like a, a therapist office. They're like fuck you, dad. You know, he's just like one of those. I wonder if Kyle was just like not fuck you, dad, but just to the Rams. Like finally, you guys screwed me. I was in Mexico when Stafford got traded, and finally, I just won one of these deals. 
It was going to, maybe you're right. Like, it was going to hurt to lose a trade to the Rams, even if you didn't really, I mean, but here's, but again, that's why I go back to, I think he really wanted McCaffrey. I can see him really wanting McCaffrey. Yeah. We got him. This, this is a good one. Just saw this one on Twitter. It's a photo of uh, Javier Vega. It's a photo of Isaac Bruce and Marshall Falk. Debo and CMC. 22. Jeff Wilson Jr.? Yeah. McCaffrey, McCaffrey was a single digit. Eight? No. One, two, three, four, five. He wore five. Anyone, who wears five? Robbie Gold wore five? McCaffrey wore five in college. 87? Just give him 87. Nobody wears five on this roster. Is five retired? Oh, no. <laughs> Trey Lance. <laughs> My bad. That was yeah. wasn't trying to be funny. Hey, out of sight, out of mind, bro. <laughs> it's the NFL. Right. That's right. How quickly we move on. My bad, guys. <laughs> yeah. I tried to end it. I, I, I didn't know you talking, but yeah. you got anything else, Dad? Are Are you done for the night? I'm I'm out. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks for um, John <laughs> jumping on with us. Um, it was a good time, and uh, we'll see you soon. I mean, something will happen soon. Maybe it's who knows if there's more news. You know where to find us. Just know this: when the moment arrived, who was here for you? Let's end on this. Russell Westbrook went 0 of 11 tonight. Oh, that's why I saw somebody Photoshop Russ Wilson's face on Westbrook's head. 0 of 11, two points. <laughs> they win. <laughs> Uh, they, they, you know, they they battled, they they lost, but they one hundred three ninety seven, so they were competitive. So Lakers are zero and two, two games under five hundred. So they clearly were close to the Clippers, and Russell went zero of eleven, two points. If he just goes like three of eleven and gets some ten, I mean, they win. He stinks. They are a disaster. They are a mess. Like, there's going to come a point where even the NBA is like, can we keep throwing the Lakers out there? No, you can't. Are people going to keep watching this? I know JJ Reddick said we got to just focus on how special LeBron is. You sent me the tweet tonight. The NBA was like, there's nobody created like him. A tweet of a clear Golton from LeBron, and they deleted the tweet because somebody didn't know the rules. Um, Kyler, look, Kyler was slinging it around tonight, by the way. Thursday night. He screamed at Cliff. Was that when he had his helmet off? Yeah. Tell him to calm the fuck down. Maybe Cliff's freaking out in the headset. I don't know. Um, I've heard Cliff's a really good guy, as you've also said. Hey. <laughs> New COD came out today. Weekend. Let's game. I'm serious. Pretty ideal to have new, new Call of Duty came out today. I mean, that worked out pretty perfectly for him, right? That he played on a Thursday night. He's got the weekend free. He's going to be fucking playing the shit out of Call of Duty. All right. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Let's just worry about Christian McCaffrey. I, I, uh, I'm tired. All right, everybody. Thanks for hanging with us. Always a pleasure. 
uh, share this. Tell people out there, like, hey, you guys want to get on the McCaffrey conversation, man. Um, all right. Until next time. Later. When news, when news breaks, we're there for you. Later, everybody. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.